0: we Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Brazilian Dragon Podcast. I am Felipe, the Brazilian Dragon, and today I am joined by the one and only Dr. Amanda Rabinowitz, an icon in the field of science and in the field of Wordle. Um, Amanda, how are you doing?
1: (sighs) I am doing great thank you so much for having me Felipe it is my absolute pleasure to be here and I really appreciate that you've recognized my accomplishments in the two domains that are nearest and dearest to my heart which is uh science and Wordle
0: yes uh Dr. Amanda introduce yourself because shame on me this is your first podcast appearance in the two years of yes
1: this is my very first podcast appearance so um yeah, I mean, so you you may you may know me from um the extended RHAP and post show recaps universe, um, where I've, you know, done a you know, little mostly a fan and 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 sometimes a podcaster talking about scripted television and survivor, um, you know, just a, you know, well wisher of the Renat bot and all of the Twitter bots out there. Yeah, but um I uh, I think that the reason that we haven't spoken before, Felipe, is that a lot of what you cover on the Brazilian Dragon podcast is sort of like in my blind spot of like the kind of pop culture of like, yeah, like, you know, the kind of um, like teen and, uh, you know, in the of the, like the early aughts, maybe yeah. teen, teen media of the early aughts, which is like a little bit of a blind spot. For me, I am of the you know later days cohort at the ripe age of later 40, days, <laughs> of forty-one years old. Um, and I like, and I wasn't somebody who kind of kept up with the you know more like with like the Disney and other kind of yeah kids media until I had my own kids so I'm really excited about today's topic because I think this is kind of going to be a good way to get me into this universe
0: yeah so this is going to be the first of a two-part podcast series so uh I basically went to Dr. Amanda's like Dr. Amanda what are we podcasting together because it is a bucket list guest for me oh, um, too kind. and Dr. Amanda came up with the concept of let us find a movie to talk about and then I will watch it but I will also watch it with my kids mm-hmm. and get their thoughts on the pod but then we can break it down on a part two and I was like okay well now I need to figure out what movie <laughs> and I just kept coming up with like different ideas was like what if Dr. Amanda chooses and we make this a two-part podcast so I will pitch you some movies I have a very rudimentary powerpoint here mm-hmm. that I will post a link to if people really want it but it's, it's literally- beautiful it's literally just the movie poster and a couple of facts about like where you can find the movie, what the synopsis is, who's in it. Like it's, it's all really- you need. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I don't know what the system you're going to choose mm. uh, to pick the movie. If you're going to think about like what most excites your kids or um like what seems most appealing to you. But I have some different categories that we nice. uh, can go through um, and everything is PG or G rated um and now granted some of these movies i've never seen some of them I oh exciting once Mm -hmm. and some of them i've seen very many times so i don't remember like the specificities of like how edgy they can be for kids content but i feel like everything i would have been good to watch at that age Mm -hmm. i think from my recollection yeah if we pick something and then my limited twitter audience is like no (laughs) then we'll we'll message each other okay Uh, do you want to have a pick on air tonight or do you want to like kind of leave it a surprise and then like
1: oh I mean I think I think we could do the pick on air I think what I would like to do is like as we go through them I'll kind of like keep like a leading number one you know as we go through and um and I think I can I'm pretty good at sort of I look we'll see as like we'll talk through like what is involved in each of the movies and whether it's something that will be appealing and or appropriate to my kids their ages are I have two boys their ages are four and seven they're uh almost almost five and almost eight and i will like reserve the option of maybe watching something just with my older child if yes. that seems to be like if that seems to be a better
0: yeah. approach
1: we'll leave that on the table as well
0: i will say like some of these movies i was like Oh wait, there's a five year old and like that like because I feel like there's like a difference between picking something for a five year old and an eight year old, which oh yeah. you wouldn't think there would be, but like I feel like there's a huge, huge mm-hmm. gap in terms of like the content, like um, and that was like something that I was like, okay, no, but it has to be appropriate for both kids, and like if you want, uh, I think all of these should be, but there were definitely movies that I had a longer list, but then there were also things I couldn't find mm-hmm. on streaming, um, yeah and there were like a couple factors why certain things got cut but uh to...
1: oh sorry I'll go oh ahead. no i was just
0: gonna shout out to the people that like gave me suggestions like mm. naomi like uh davis comma will and navi and <laughs> autumn and jay oh. who is currently dr uh stan amanda or dr amanda oh yes. yeah yeah <laughs> what uh, a,
1: what an iconic brain trust there for yes. you to draw from that's great yeah um the thing that I was going to say is, like, the younger siblings kind of, like, grow up faster because they're always, like, trying to consume the media that their older siblings are. Yeah. So there's probably plenty of things that my, uh, you know, nearly five-year-old shouldn't be watching right. but is watching anyway just because that's what his brother's interested in. Yeah.
0: Can I ask what their, like, general, like, go-to comfort watching stuff is? Mm. Do they have any favorites?
1: Do they have any favorites? Well, like, um, so – I'll say we just watched, they just binged all of The Floor is Lava because I covered that for nothing but Netflix and they were really excited to watch The Floor is Lava. Um, They really like, I mean, they um, they sort of go through phases. It's like very different, like being a kid now from when I was a kid where you can just like, if you like a show, you can just binge it and then finish it. Yeah. Um they, they you know they have watched my older son does like um you know Avatar the Last Airbender and he's watched all of I almost that. I will put that
0: on the list, but I was like that's more of a TV show. Um he's
1: watched he's wa- he he recently like watched all of the Star Wars movies with my husband. So he's been through all of those. My younger son kind of doesn't love those quite as much. I mean, they've like enjoyed um, oh, I tried to get them into Fraggle Rock, which is one from my childhood, <laughs> and they did—they did like that. I mean, you know, they sort of like run the gamut from watching like more animated stuff. Like they like things with animals. They love dinosaurs. They're like just getting into kind of competition reality TV. Like they liked—we um, watched MasterChef Junior together, and they really like that. Um, they watch Survivor with me now. Um, But they their favorite part is the challenges, and they told me that the floor is lava is better than Survivor. Yeah,
0: have you ever shown them Wipeout? I don't know if I don't remember if there's like language that shouldn't be shown, but like if you could just show them like, yeah, clips maybe they would they would be
1: into that kind of thing. Like they like anything that like looks like it's like adults on a playground Um, that's fun and uh, tonight what they were watching was like uh, I forget what it was called but my son was telling me all about it it was like something like kids life hacks (laughs) Yeah.
0: no uh so when I I I know I just did this podcast but when after we uh we were dming I was like oh this would have been a perfect opportunity to like try to like show them the Jimmy Neutron movie because I feel like Mm. that was like very seminal to me at the age of your older son Mm -hmm. But, uh, like, I would happily watch about it, watch it and talk about it again. But I was just like, I don't know if the listeners want, like, my, mm-hmm. again, my, like, limited listenership, Ooh. want the the two Jimmy Neutron podcasts in the span of <laughs> a month <laughs> about um, the same movie. <laughs>
1: my kids, we just watched the last movie. Oh, The last movie that they watched was, um like, one of the Miyazaki anime movies. Oh, Studio
2: Ghibli? Um, yeah. I don't know
1: which one it was, but they watched it. But then the last movie we watched together was Sonic, the first Sonic. Okay. And they're really into Sonic. Like, they want to watch Sonic 2 now. But it's, yeah. it's funny. It's like they have such a limited, like, exposure to movies that whenever, like, they see, a like, a movie yeah. with any kind of, like, budget or production value, they kind of, like, are just breathlessly like, oh, my gosh, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> so yeah. uh,
0: it, I, I wonder what it's like to, like, grow up now I know you mentioned in terms of like now they can just binge things and they don't have to watch on with the commercials but I feel like that was a big foray into the movies that are on this list like mm-hmm. some of these I just saw the trailers for but they stood out to me um from my childhood because of those trailers and now it's like because of the binge model there's not a ton of trailers yeah you watch
1: yeah like I feel like now that my my oldest is like the age that he is he's like learning more about like what is popular from his peers but like I do feel like that's a thing it's like we don't watch commercial tv and like I think we've had like there's like you know we basically like the kids just pick what they want to watch on streaming they don't see commercials like we don't follow that stuff that well so I do feel like they kind of had their own kind of curated like separate experience of things and like now that their peers are like telling them, like, what's, you know, what's a cool movie? There, we're sort of more in the pop culture vein of that, but it is it, it's, it's definitely different from when I was growing up and you would just see the same things yeah. advertised and know that that was like the next thing to watch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, is there any content that they're watching on repeat that you wish they wouldn't <laughs> for whatever reason? Because there's a movie on this list that my mom still jokes about how. Over this movie she is because of how many times i watched it oh
1: like i don't like the things that they yeah like i mean let's see the things that have been on repeat i mean we definitely watched encanto like three or four times but i didn't mind that because it was good um and like the shows that they do watch some shows like it's really like any show that's like really uh, like fighting or dumb like they were watching like the power rangers for a while and it's just like this is and it's and i i know that like a lot of people grew up with the power rangers and have a lot of nostalgia for it but i just like this is just a dumb fighting show so
0: yeah my mom uh, like when i was watching tv uh it's like she thought spongebob was too silly or too Mm. stupid at times and then later like every every age like bracket for tv that i was like then it was drake and josh that she was like why are you watching this my mom was very like later in life it was survivor like why are you Mm. watching this i was like now she just kind of doesn't care but like she's still like when i mentioned something from the past she's like my god that show was a lot (laughs) and she didn't even watch survivor with me like Mm -hmm. in the background like she did with drake and josh survivor was kind of like more of a just a me thing i didn't really watch it on tv all that much i watched it more laptop wise, honestly, mm-hmm. until like later on. But uh, I will point out now that there aren't any Disney or DreamWorks movies. I okay. This was an internal conflict with myself because there is part of me that thinks about maybe one day doing them all in depth. And then if we do that, I would love to have you on talk about that. But like either one of those as like a kind of project that I want to complete so that's the only reason I held out on like the Disney animated features. I do mm-hmm. have some like Disney direct to DVD, direct to video okay. sort of stuff. Um, specifically, uh, that's kind of like the last section I have in this PowerPoint. Um, but like, there were a lot of movies that I was like, "Is that DreamWorks? Is that Disney?" Because I was like, "Let me just make sure." Because in the chance that I ever want to do that podcast, okay, I I want to have fresh takes. So
1: exciting it's um, so a teaser for what might be yeah. to come
0: that's why you won't see but there were a lot of movies like have your kids seen Turning Red
1: yes we did watch okay. Turning Red yeah that was um, a fun one to watch together yeah there's
0: some great like especially some of their newer stuff I feel like is mm-hmm. really strong uh, mm-hmm. The Princess is the Frog which is like 15 years old now I have to imagine mm-hmm. but that's another one that I really like Um how do they do it? like I'm not a scary Person, I don't like scary stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, I I know that Encanto, when I was watching, I was like, oh, this Bruno scene might be a little scary for kids. Yeah,
1: it's a little bit, like, unpredictable sometimes what will scare them. Like, um, Encanto did not. Like, Bruno didn't scare them in Encanto. Um, and I was sort of surprised that my son made it through all of Star Wars without being scared by anything. Um, yeah. But then, like, we started reading the Harry Potter Series we read the first book and we got like partway through the second book and my older son was like this is too scary I think it was like the what's the, I what's the guy's name the headless guy his birthday oh, quill birthday. Or, or the part it was a party the ghost. for like a headless character I'm oh. I'm so Harry Potter illiterate like I barely know anything <laughs> about Harry Potter I
0: I just especially compared to a lot of my friends like I my mom read it to me when I was a kid And then I watched the movies and I think I've like reread the first and second book a couple of times just like growing up but I was never as deep into the Harry Potter world so like I can we can bond over this. Yeah I've
1: never seen a Harry Potter movie. I didn't read the book So so I think I'm like the oldest like age group of people who like were Read the books when they came I mean I guess that, that's not true like my dad actually Read the book when it came out like but I Like my husband read the first couple books When they came out and I didn't because I was like This is another thing it's like I, I was one of those people who like Turned 17 And was like I'm never watching anything That's like marketed towards children Again like I was like a, I, I Didn't keep up with Disney like I didn't read Like anything that was in young adult like I just Like very much gravitated Towards like like adult me like serious like serious yeah. i'm put, doing air quotes like serious adult media so like i didn't i i i didn't stick with any of like the kind of like fantasy stuff that was staying popular or like other um you know genres like i did have like friends who kept up with like disney as it was coming out um yeah so i missed like the whole harry potter thing and then i was just like ah like when my kids are into it i'll catch up to it so I read like parts of the first book to my son and parts of the second book and then um, that's my entire Harry Potter knowledge
0: yeah Uh, the movies especially I feel like can be so visually scary at times there Mm. are certain characters that like still stress me out as an adult Mm -hmm. like my friends for Thanksgiving they had it on in the background I was like oh yeah some of this Harry Potter stuff is like dark Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't have anything I don't think anything too scary I didn't put any Scooby-Doo movies on here um but yeah also one of the goals that like i had is like maybe let's find something that is gonna be like a comfort movie for one of yeah them. Like, that would
1: be that would be very cool
0: yeah um maybe
1: one day in like 10 years when they have a podcast they can talk about <laughs> their favorite movie and how they were introduced to it
0: <laughs> oh my god that would be hilarious um yeah um just Uh, besides the challenges did they have a favorite person on survivor
1: oh yeah so um interesting enough so like their their favorite they they really gravitated towards jonathan like i think a lot of kids did um and then as the show was going on they could sort of sense that I didn't like Jonathan so I had these conversations with my older son where he's like mommy are you mad at me if I root for Jonathan and I was like no oh you, can like, you can like you could like whoever you like and then he was like but your favorite is Marianne I was like yeah Marianne is my favorite and then he's like you know I really like Marianne too <laughs> I was like okay so I was sweet. like that's fine you can like whoever you like but yeah. Marianne is the right person to like yeah, so they, but they, like- they, yeah they liked a lot of characters yeah. but kids definitely gravitated towards Jonathan yeah
0: I could tell I feel like Marianne would probably be someone that like of the children viewership like they probably enjoy Marianne mm-hmm. because she's like goofy and childlike at times yeah definitely um, which like she's not afraid to be like a younger version of herself out there and like mm-hmm. be fully herself and she's like quirky uh, I I don't know if you understood the reference since it was a 2000s reference but when she was doing the <laughs> Disney Channel logo Oh, the, I missed that. that was, and she was like, you're watching Survivor on CBS. And she did like a little thing with the stick. That's one of those Disney Channel like parody. Oh, things.
1: cute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So I have this broken down into like a couple sections. Some are much shorter than others. It's like live action, mm. uh, kind of like a combo live action stuff. Uh, uh, animated sort of thing and then animated and then i have like known ip also as a section like okay uh, more established ip mm-hmm. uh and i thought about putting who framed roger rabbit on there but oh. that movie has a very scary moment at the end it that does I, yeah yeah um uh, that scared me during the pandemic when i was watching the movie so i was like well i am 22 years old at the time, <laughs> so
1: i haven't seen who framed roger rabbit in like I don't know, twenty yeah. years. I don't know. It's been a it's been a minute. I love that movie though. That's and I think
0: the Chippendale movie that just came out is a little too adult for them. Okay. Or like two too like more leaning middle school, mm-hmm. maybe high school. So um yeah. Uh but let's get into this PowerPoint if you're ready.
1: I'm so excited.
0: Let's okay, do it. So, um let's start with the with the live action portion mm-hmm. of our powerpoint uh so the first movie up is catch that kid also i have streaming services so if we're talking about a okay. movie and you're like i don't have that then we can just move on immediately so, okay
1: yeah i have hbo max so we okay. can definitely do this
0: okay so just the synopsis so maddie's dad uh needs an expensive surgery um and so she and her friends go and attempt a bank heist at this very fancy bank um so it's kind of like uh a spy movie but like with the childish charm um and the other movie in this live action section is also another spy kids movie um literally by title so okay. uh, any any first things uh the key stars are kristen stewart is maddie mm-hmm. uh in her first very big role corbin blue also before his high school musical days and max terrio who i can't tell you what he's been in but um, it is a PG rating and it is one hour, 32 minutes. Uh, so that is, um, the synopsis. And I'm assuming if your kid watched star Wars, he might have the attention span for a 90 minute yeah. movie. Is this like two long for your other kid or are they yeah good like one I, so I think
1: time? i think that my older son and i like i i'll, I'll get a i'll i'll use their this will be a brazilian dragon exclusive where i'll use their actual names so that for the for the ease
0: of the uh, yeah. conversation and i know so their be, names but i was like i'm not gonna yeah. dox children thank you no i, pre-
1: I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it and i do try to be like a little bit careful with how much i put them out yeah. there but my older son is arthur and i think that he could very much stick with a movie like this I think that this would be really challenging for Robin my younger son to stick with a 90 minute live action movie like he this is the kind of like viewing experience where we would sit down and he'd be kind of interested and then he would start like climbing on the furniture or throwing things out of the toy bench yeah. or, you know just being like a little menace yeah. um and it's actually like he he got he like his i've seen like he's developing really like rapidly at this age and at the beginning of the survivor season he would like throw a fit that he like didn't like survivor and it wasn't appropriate for him (laughs) to watch it and he would like yell and cry and like throw a tantrum and i was like well if you want to stay up later like your brother then this is what we're gonna watch we're not gonna watch (laughs) something else like your bedtime is later because we're watching survivor um but then by the end of the season like he could stick with a whole episode and enjoy it so his attention span is expanding but i think this would be challenging for robin like probably really interesting to arthur like i think that the heist Would be interesting. Um, Oh, one thing I'll say, you mentioned scary. Um, They're very sensitive to things that are like sad at this age too, and like very much like 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 Robin like like we watched something where like a kid got in trouble in school and it wasn't his fault, and he just like got really upset by it. So I'd be like the thing about a, a like a dad being sick or needing surgery, like that might be a little bit tough for him but i do yeah. think arthur would enjoy this but this probably wouldn't be one i would watch with
2: both kids
0: okay and uh are they big on like do you uh, this is something that i really hadn't considered in terms of a feature of children's movie but are they someone who are they kids who prefer something that's visually colorful or like could because this one is very like dimmer like yeah the lighting it's very dark space it's like a lot of black blues and whites yeah um, i think that my them. i
1: think that my younger son like still responds to like the more kind of like children's palette of like okay. more colors and more of like that kind of visual interest but like i do think my older son could hang with that so we'll keep this one i don't i'm, I'm not going to say that this like we're ruling it out but i yeah. I, I, I think i think that's that this one could definitely be overtaken
0: yeah. this could be like a movie that you and arthur watch at mm-hmm. some point like just you two um if yeah that's something that interests him um mm-hmm. uh, i i will just be upfront. i wanted to add agent cody banks that was a will davis suggestion but then right before the podcast i was googling it and it is not available for streaming oh, on any platforms that okay. i would assume that you have i don't assume you have stars but maybe no no
1: yeah. i have um like now right now i have hulu netflix hbo max prime disney plus paramount plus paramount
0: plus Plus. yeah okay so you have like all the ones that like i think i consider i don't think i put anything on peacock in here Mm -hmm. and i don't think apple tv plus has oh i
1: do have apple tv yes i
0: know you have that one because you love severance (laughs) (laughs) have you seen the morning show
1: i haven't seen that but that's one that i am interested you recommend the morning show
0: i finished the first season today and i it's heavy um Mm. So, uh, and they do put some, like, graphic, some cards up at the beginning of certain episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, I really enjoyed the first season. Uh, I watched the first episode of the second season as well. And, obviously, like, there's a lot of setup that you have to do in the first couple episodes Mm -hmm. of any season. So, uh, I was a little curious where they're taking it, especially because, like, a lot of the people, uh, like, in the first season, like, you had to start with new characters and everything. Mm -hmm. You You have to start the season fresh so we'll see What i'll let you know about the second season okay. but i thought the first season was pretty good
1: yeah i was intrigued when that came
0: out yeah. so
1: i would definitely circle back to that
0: yeah i'm trying to i told you in the pre-show that i'm not watching as much reality tv as mm-hmm. i used to and trying to watch a lot more scripted stuff and uh the apple tv shows have had a uh, like i've been going through those like i never had seen ted lasso a eh? mm-hmm. Severance a mm-hmm. couple months ago so now i've watched both those i'm like well, the morning show's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I started now and then, but that's coming out weekly. So I'm just going to wait for the rest of the series to come out and then binge it. But I really mm-hmm. like that one because that one's uh, a Spanish.
2: Yes,
1: show. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I saw the uh, trailer yeah. for that and I
0: thought that looked really interesting. It's definitely interesting. I saw the first three episodes when they all dropped, but now I'm going to wait until the mm-hmm. rest come out to binge. I think it's seven or eight episodes. So not much longer. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Uh, uh, any familiarity with Kristen Stewart outside of yeah. Twilight?
1: I mean, that, that. I mean, I know that she's in Twilight. I think I saw like how many Twilight movies are there? I think there's.
0: Five, they split up the last one into two portions. Okay. I saw the first two for sure.
1: Yeah, I saw the first one. I don't know that I saw the second one, but it's possible that I did. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know I've for read sure. I the first
0: book and a half also. And mm-hmm. I remember people were making fun of me in mm-hmm. middle school. They're like, you're reading this girl romance stuff. And oh, I was like,
1: how dare they?
0: In hindsight, I was like, I wish I was just more confident, but like, mm-hmm. who cares? Because, yeah, but. You know, middle school. Uh,
1: it's tough. Yeah. Protect your
0: children at all costs. Oh my god, I know.
1: I'm already like getting it with my older son coming home and telling me about like his conflicts with kids at school, and I'm like, "Yeah, that's not a nice kid. Then you don't have to hang out with
2: them."
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but mm. our next movie mm-hmm. is the first of a franchise, mm-hmm. uh, the Spy Kids movie. I was gonna also put Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Um, but my brother, that was like a movie he watched growing up all Mm -hmm. the time and he said if I talk about that with anyone else or if he's not involved, then he would be upset. That's fair. But I definitely would also recommend Sharkboy and Lava Girl. It's Mm -hmm. in the same vein as this, but uh, have you seen Spy Kids or are you aware of the Spy Kids? I have
1: not seen Spy Kids, but I am like aware of this. This It's definitely like permeated my awareness in 2001 when it came out. Um, and this has been made into like an animated series that my kids have watched
0: okay so this one might interest them like the Mm -hmm. original one and I think it's interesting to like I mean the director Robert Rodriguez is famous for his like kind of violent movies and then he went and did this kids series Mm -hmm. and now he's like in charge of the Boba Fett show so it's kind of cool like I mean I'm interested in him as a creative person but basically the synopsis is when their ex-spy parents are in trouble Carmen and Juni Cortez um, have to save them from an evil mastermind and uh, this mastermind has a lot of like Mike Myers uh, Austin Powers sort of vibes like okay. uh, the like I feel like a lot of this movie was inspired by that movie mm-hmm. and that franchise um, it is on uh, Paramount Plus Uh, it is one hour 28 minutes pg and it stars Alex vega and daryl zabara who uh nowadays uh i feel like most people associate him with megan trainer because that is uh her husband
2: oh so
0: that's like when people were like oh my god you're married to juni i'm really (laughs) popular um so uh and you said they there's a there's a animated show
1: yeah, there's like an animated version of this that is on Netflix that my kids have um definitely watched and really liked. I mean, they definitely like I I this like I think captures all kids like imaginations, like, oh, the kids are like, you know, they're yes. like like they're gonna save the adults. And like we watched um The Incredibles too, which like yeah. has like the kids' superhero. So um they I think that this would definitely appeal to both of them.
0: Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's four. There was a fourth one that I've never mm-hmm. seen. I've seen the first three. Um, and then now there's an animated show. I think they made a, also like kind of a spinoff movie last year, mm-hmm. um, that I never ended up watching, but I remembered some woman from American Idol was like, Oh, you're transitioning to acting. Cause she was like a good singer too. So, mm-hmm. um, it was exciting. Cause I saw her, um, but, yeah, so I've, I, based on these two, I feel like this one is definitely more in line. It's also more vibrant, colorful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, there are some weird, like, CGI stuff. Like, uh, you don't care if I give you, like, a minor, minor no, detail. Okay. Okay. There are people who are, like, thumb people. So they literally look like thumbs.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I don't know if that might scare them. I
1: I think that I I think this this sounds like this could be okay. I'm not okay. too concerned about that. Like maybe I'll do like a little research. Like maybe we'll yeah. come up with something, and then like I'll just do a little research yeah. in case I don't want to lock in. But I think that this one is the leader right now okay. of the two yeah. that we've looked at
0: for sure. Okay, and then that's the end of our live action mm-hmm. solely. Uh, a lot of them like are I the Sonic ones are good. That's like I feel like this is in a similar vein of mm-hmm. that Sonic movie um which i don't i don't blame them because the sonic movies are lots of fun Mm -hmm. like i went to both in the theater sonic was the second to last movie that i saw before the lockdown um ironically uh it also reconnected me with one of our my college friends who i was like friends with and we were uh good friends but then she lived in la i was doing the la program And we both ended up at the same theater. I was going there Saturday matinee showing of Sonic the Hedgehog and she and her friends were about to go watch little women. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, this is a very different movie. Yeah. Different vibes. (laughs) We've gotten so much closer since like, I I cherish that interaction because it's like, I think we still would have hung out in person, but specifically like the way we went around there and then like, Oh, that kind of pushed us to hang out sooner than we might've otherwise. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah. Have you ever seen Alvin and the Chipmunks?
1: I have not seen this Alvin and the Chipmunks. Like, again, I was like definitely aware. I mean, I saw the so, I mean, the Alvin and the Chipmunks like cartoons. Cartoons. I saw I watched those growing up. I like I think I probably had like the Alvin and the Chipmunks Christmas album or whatever, you know, so I definitely definitely have like heard there. like had some recording of their music. Um, but um yeah, and we who plays their like their dad in this? That's um I did not
0: write that down, but let I me will, let me look
1: yeah, let me look this up. I think that this is um
0: Yeah. I know it, David Cross is in it. He's the antagonist. Oh, I
1: love David Cross. Yeah, Jason Lee. This is yeah. definitely Jason Lee, who I know from like all of the um the the Jay and Silent Bob movies. What's that um director's name? Um anyway yeah i mean i am definitely um definitely familiar with this ip here um so yeah sell me on i was thinking of kevin smith as well the kevin smith
0: movies Uh, um
1: so um yeah sell me on alvin and the chipmunks
0: okay so actually in hindsight i should have put this in the known ip category but uh this is kind of like one of those cgi live Mm -hmm. action combo sort of things um Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think. Do your kids like musicals at all, or do they not? It's- yeah,
1: they like they like music definitely. Okay.
0: so this is a musical in the sense that like there's a lot of performing. Obviously, mm-hmm. Alvin and the Chipmunks sing, um, but it's also like reimagining a lot of popular songs from that time mm-hmm. uh, in Chipmunk vocals. Um, <laughs> yeah. They got. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my God, Jesse McCartney's going to be Theodore." Um, Theodore is mm-hmm. my favorite, but I have been told I have. I'm a lot like Alvin so um, <laughs> uh, basically the synopsis is three talking singing mm-hmm. chipmunks move in with this songwriter after their right. tree home is destroyed and the voice cast is Justin Long Michael Lubler, and Jesse McCartney mm-hmm. now when um, they were talking about Justin Long on NGO G, yes I remember this was like oh he's from Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, (laughs) That was my thing. And then when they got in the debate of Justin Long versus Natasha Lyonne, I was like, Natasha Lyonne, because this is basically the Chipmunk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm like a known, uh, like noted Justin Long detractor. Like, yeah. and I'm <laughs> Natasha think,
0: Leon fan. Oh, I'm a
1: huge say. Natasha Leon. A huge. So I know where you, you Leon, so stand
0: yeah. on
1: the divide. No, I, I very, very clearly uh, on one. You side. You were the reason I...
0: I got into Russian Doll. Like, because <gasps> I remember that was like kind of your pre-Severance, Severance. That was something you were like very, and you did a pilot season. I did a with... pilot
1: season on Russian. Yeah. I love Russian Doll. I love I
0: the love. first season. I won't lie. The second season kind of. It's not, me
1: the second season is not as good as the first yeah. season i think that that's fair but i think it's actually like i'm impressed with what they managed to do with the second season like given how tight and like high concept the first season was like that they yeah. that they did something else and that it also succeeded on some levels yeah. um yeah so um but natasha leone is not one of the chipmunks just no, long is not. that would be really funny like the kind of like husky smoky voice as a chipmunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's let's uh well this is another one that is a franchise now they've mm-hmm. had out on the shipments the squeak wall they've got <laughs> shipwreck they've got i think they had a fourth one at some point so uh this one if they if they love it there's like lots out there yeah. and um it is a pg rating an hour 32 mm-hmm. um and it is on disney plus and hbo max wow. um and just to round out the the trio uh simon is played by michael Grey goobler uh, who i most know from when they were talking about the cbs store on uh rob as a podcast during the amazing race pandemic season um i remember they had a whole segment on like one of the crime shows that he's on and like matthew gray goobler merch
1: oh okay i yeah. just looked him up he looks like
0: like he's one of those them
1: yeah yeah i've definitely seen him in Something, but none of these credits look particularly familiar to me anyway. Um, yeah, so I definitely think that this is that my kids would enjoy this.
0: Yeah, I think, I think for sure they they would enjoy this, yeah. uh, especially if they like kind of high energy, mm-hmm. like the chipmunks feel like children, yeah, in a sense. So, like, if they relate to like kids in right, movies, like, I think. And then there's the Shag Kid.
1: Yeah, yeah, cute talking animals. They're brothers. Like, my kids, are. they identify with, like, family dynamics. Um, I think that they might enjoy this one as much or more than Spy Kids, but I can see me enjoying Spy Kids more than Alvin and the Monk's. So I think that maybe I'll keep Spy Kids in my number one spot here. Just like for my own sanity. I'm like the chipmunk singing could get a little bit grating at the end of an hour and a half. So with all due respect to uh, Justin Long, once again, he's going (laughs) to lose out in my heart.
0: (laughs) Um, I do also for the people out there who are very TikTok friendly like I am uh, in January, I want to say. Uh, an Alvin and the Chipmunks version of Witch Doctor from this movie mm. or one of the sequels was like big on TikTok as a sound and they were like Simon especially had no business going this hard was kind of <laughs> the language around it but in some more Gen Z colloquialism
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, so uh, yeah and then next up we got G-Force from 2009 now this is a movie I remember seeing a lot of trailers for I've definitely seen it once but I can't uh, tell you uh, the sp- specifics. I do remember one major plot point. Uh, how do your kids do with, uh, let me just give you the synopsis for a second. Yeah. When the government shuts down their spy organization, a team of rodents have to save the day. And just to be a little more specific, this is just for the PowerPoint. Uh, like, they, there's like this rodent animal division of mm. like a spy organization. Uh, organization and then they're like disbanded but they have information and they need to like kind of go against the government's wishes okay um and like the voice cast is sam rockwell and tracy morgan
1: yeah Uh, big stars i know both of them yes
0: an hour 28 and it's on disney plus i will say how do your kids do with betrayal in movies like if a character is like a secret bad guy
1: um well i think it depends like i think it's like if if it's something where, like, if it's something like in a family, like if it's like like a brother, or, like siblings, or like a parent, like I feel like they would be really sensitive to that. But just yeah. like I think, as a notion, like I feel like I feel like they could probably handle that as long as it's not something that they would like take personally. Yeah. Like,
0: so it, uh, how I would describe it, it kind of reminds me of the Matrix scene where the guy who's like their teammate is all of a sudden like revealed to be the bad guy mm, so it's mm-hmm. like one of those okay sort of, um not to spoil it too much for you if you choose to watch this but if they're sensitive to like betrayals of that nature mm-hmm. then this might be a skip also like i know it's not on the list because it's a disney movie do not have them watch brother bear at this age because i was a puddle oh. when i watched it i think it was seven or eight yeah and that movie wrecked me so that- I think
1: I think we watched Brother Bear with my older son. We watched Brother Bear when he was little, tiny. Like I'm pretty okay. sure. Like is that what we watched? And he no, he was re- like, yeah, I think he was maybe a like. I really I thought it was really good.
0: It was a good movie, but it year is me was so distraught. very sad.
1: Well, that's yeah. the thing. Like all children's movie, like it's like you go. Like I remember, like I had to leave. Like Bambi and Dumbo, when I was like a little kid. Like, what was the other one that I? Oh, watched? those
0: movies are dark and depressing. Like I know the Disney movies.
1: I, I, I mean, I got yeah. so upset with like some of the. I mean, they, so so kids' movies are are brutal yeah. for
0: whatever reason. I feel like these days they're leaning more towards uh,
2: mm-hmm.
0: a happier. Like they'll like talk about like sadness, but you know, it makes it's more for the adults to cry. I feel like these yeah. days. <laughs> um but yeah no brother bear is a lot it
1: is, yeah it is a lot it is a lot that was a sweet movie um this so g4 this looks fun i bet that they would really like this i
0: think they would like the action set pieces mm-hmm. and like like they're in these little hamster balls and like they go on the street um so that's kind of fun but uh it's i don't i've seen it once and that was when i was probably 11 Mm -hmm. or 12 so i don't remember a lot of it yeah
1: i feel like this is tied with spy kids maybe because like i think i would i think my i think that arthur and i would enjoy spy kids more i think robin would like these little rodents
2: yeah
1: um let me see i think i'll keep spy kids in number one and yeah and we'll see if something can dethrone that
0: sounds good so next up is osmosis jones um i don't know if you've ever heard of this Mm. one i've I've
1: heard of it but i don't know anything about it but i've heard the name before
0: so uh my biggest connection with osmosis jones which this is a movie and then it became a tv show Mm -hmm. and i remember i was just watching osmosis Mm -hmm. jones and uh i had gotten a snow globe uh a present at some point Mm -hmm. and i was just holding the snow globe and i was shaking it and while i was watching osmosis jones the snow globe fell on the floor and broke and Again, I was devastated.
2: Oh, I
0: like, I don't know where, when I cried more after watching Brother Bear or after watching. Wow, uh, after you my need, broke. maybe you
1: need a corrective emotional experience with Osmosis <laughs> Jones. Well,
0: that was one of the episodes <laughs> of the TV shows. Oh, okay. This, this is the movie which I came mm-hmm. first. It so it's a buddy cop kind of movie about a white blood cell and a cold cure pill. So okay. it's like kind of like one of those live action movies outside, but then they go into the body and it's uh-huh. all animated um and chris rock and Lawrence fishburn are in it which i did not remember wow um i've seen bits of this movie because i think it was airing on a tv sh- channel um and then like i either channel surfed or went and did something um that's a lot of my experiences with some of these movies like alvin and the- not and the Chipmunks but uh spy kids 2 i don't think i've ever seen the ending of because uh it was airing and then my parents were like you have to go to swim practice i was like no but i want to watch my kids too um and this is an hour 35 and it's on netflix this is by the Farley brothers um okay I, uh so i think most notably one of them one uh was the director of green book which i have thoughts about uh uh one of them went to my high school and got kicked out and then I went to a speaker event that they did because they were famous afterwards so then they did like they didn't care that he got kicked out of my high school but um I don't remember what he did but they also did something about Mary so yeah
1: no I know the Farrelly brothers from um something about like what are their other bit like they had a whole like string of these
2: yeah Tommy. So, so they I don't remember.
1: did shallow hal um yeah. me myself and irene there's something about mary dumb and dumber which That's is which I, yeah okay. which is i actually i love that movie dumb so and
0: i'll be upfront and say i don't remember how the humor is mm-hmm. uh it has a pg rating but um it i don't know like if the quippiness and like maybe like there might be like innuendos in here that mm-hmm. i might not know but I, I from what i remember of the fairly brothers they love to like do what I call stupid and sexual humor
1: yeah no they definitely it's definitely like I mean something about Mary is a dumb sex comedy like so is like shallow Hal and me myself and Irene are also kind of bad I mean dumb and dumber has plenty of that kind of like more raunchy comedy but I think it's actually quite smart this is a kid's this is a kid's movie so like hopefully it's like in the right Yeah, i think my kids would really like this like because it is animated they definitely like they they're both interested in science and the body and so like that like they i think that they would like that um i think that they would both really enjoy this um so i don't know what do you think felipe do you think that this is a good one
0: i think this is one that i would uh i think they would have fun but i just don't know especially maybe like your younger son he might be potentially too young for this just because mm-hmm. uh, i don't know with uh the fairly brothers i don't remember the movie well enough to like have a gauge on the comedy i know mm-hmm. i've been looking for an excuse to rewatch this one so uh maybe i can rewatch it and then follow up and maybe this is also one that like if you want to screen it if we end up picking it uh as well in advance but then I don't know. Like this is a movie that Will was like, "Oh, this would be a good movie." So I can also ask him right now. Yeah.
1: No, I think I think I feel like this this would be okay. I'm also seeing yet. So it looks like um, other voices. David Hyde Pierce is in this. Um, oh, it is like so. It's a mix of like live action and animation, right? Um, I mean, I, I think that this could be interesting. I'm like, I'm I'm sort of like tempted to put this in number one right now
0: okay well i just asked will uh mm-hmm. if he has recollection of how raunchy it is and mm-hmm. uh but yeah can i ask a follow-up question to the yeah. fact that they are into science do you think it's a like obviously i think everyone even young children are aware of the pandemic oh um, yeah is it an interest that developed afterwards or were they always sciencey kids because i might your older son, I think your other son was asleep when I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was a long
1: time ago. now Yeah.
0: He was very like curious and interested. Mm -hmm. And I remember he was big into Pokemon at that time. Yes. yes He honestly could have put some Pokemon movies. He's
1: still into Pokemon. Um, too. Like, um, he like, like it kind of goes in and out, whether that's like one of his major interests, but it's kind of stuck around. Um, yeah, he, um, no, they've, they, they've always been really interested in science. Um, They are, like, super aware of the pandemic and viruses and what vaccines are and, like, all of that. Um, Like, I think all kids, like, are, and it's kind of always, like, surprises me, like, how much they understand of all of that. Um, But they've always been interested in science. Like, we have a couple of books. Like, we have Magic School Bus books that are, like, inside the human
0: have they seen the show
1: yeah they've seen the show they've okay. seen the old they've seen the original show and they've also seen the new reboot okay. with um kate mckenna as i'm ours. gonna
0: say i still think jimmy Neutron: boy genius which is on hbo max might still be a good endeavor and then okay. the tv shows on paramount plus so. All right, well
1: that's good to know that yeah. i bet they will like it so they do like they do like science and i think that they would like this kind of device of like going inside the human body and fighting yeah. germs
0: i will i won't lie There is like some 2001 uh elementary school sexism in Jimmy Neutron where mm-hmm. Jimmy thinks he's better than Cindy because he's a boy. Yeah. Um but I let's hope that's not the case in elementary school anymore. But uh <laughs> like that that is something that does not hold up. But otherwise right. I feel like it's a pretty evergreen movie. Um well
1: that's a good that's a good recommendation. I'll yeah. definitely
0: put that on the list. And it's funny too like so it's like I think it, there are lines that made me cackle as mm-hmm. an adult. So I feel like um but it might have just been like I was coming to it as an adult who grew up on this. Maybe mm-hmm. you won't find it as charming, but that is definitely something that they might enjoy if they like science. Um,
1: cool. Yeah. yeah,
0: that sounds great. Okay, so let's go to this one. This next one I have never seen, but it was something that I came across my research when uh, looking at things to talk about on the Nao movies. Mm-hmm. And the secret of the magic gourd from 2007, which is originally from a different country, I need to just double check which one. But the voice cast is Corbin blue as the the main kid uh when he's dubbed over. It is a G rating, okay. one hour twenty five minutes on Disney Plus, and basically it's about a boy who finds a mysterious gourd that grants his every wish. Now again, I've never seen it, I don't know what to expect, but the title alone had me curious. <laughs> it looks very cute yeah um it's dubbed i don't know if you've ever shown them a movie that would be dubbed before um
1: yeah that's possible that they've seen something that's dubbed i'm not i'm not sure this looks this looks very cute the fact that it's g-rated is like you know that means like takes any concern out of my mind about screening um
0: it is originally a chinese movie Mm -hmm. um, that was dubbed um yeah and it's about an 11 year old quote lazy boy learns the meaning of work after a magic gourd grants him anything he wants (laughs) um
1: a magic
0: gourd um According to Wikipedia, it became notorious among Chinese botanist circles for its seemingly over, overly realistic depiction of gourd anatomy and physics.
1: Whoa, overly realistic. Oh, my goodness. Is it going to be gra- graphic, graphic anatomical detail of the gourd? <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh just just a Will Davis update. Yeah, he yeah. Oh, this looks,
1: this this definitely looks interesting. I think that like Osmosis Jones is still like giving me feels like it is a little bit yeah. more fodder. So are your Pike top three and- right
0: now like Spy Kids, Alvin, and Osmosis Jones, or did G Force bump? I Alvin think out?
1: I no. I think I'm spy. I think I'm Spy Kids, Osmosis Jones, and then let me see. I think I think G Force would probably be my okay. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, this looks, this definitely looks like a cute movie that looks- I would be down to watch sometime. Mm-hmm. I just have no background on it. And I think it's just cause I had never really heard of it until a couple weeks ago. I don't know if it's like going to be, uh, a, a fun movie. It might just be like a pleasant movie. It might not mm-hmm. like inspire creativity and joy that some of the other ones mm-hmm. might, but now we're going to get to some animation. Okay. Um, so First up, we have Free Birds, which I have seen 30, 40 minutes of. I watched this, uh, I think it was on Netflix, right before uh, Thanksgiving, and it was Thanksgiving break, and I started it, and then I don't think, I think my dad fell asleep, and then we never finished it. Um, so this is about Jake and Reggie, who are two turkeys, and uh, one of them, I think, is pardoned by the president at the beginning of the movie, from what I okay. remember. Okay. And they go back in time to the very first Thanksgiving. So hijinks ensue. Mm -hmm. um, And it's Owen Wilson, Woody Harrelson and Amy Poehler. um, 90 minutes on Netflix with a PG rating.
1: Okay. All-star voice cast. Um, I think like if it was, if we were, if this was like Thanksgiving, I would have more enthusiasm for this, but like it kind of it feels like the wrong time of the year to be like getting into this turkey Thanksgiving plot but this does look interesting I didn't I'd never heard of this movie yeah
0: it's something that like I always remembered and uh, oh Surf's Up is another one that I could have added Mm -hmm. that I in hindsight forgot and uh, but I think this one is like a funny comedy however I do think the like fact that it's about turkeys avoiding death on Thanksgiving might be a little like too too real too tragic for Mm -hmm. like kids um I don't know, like, if you want to avoid death, this might be a movie we skip.
1: Yeah, I mean, they know where, like, they know where, like, their food comes yeah. from. We try to, like, be honest about that, but I mean, like, embodying those characters, it might be, like, a little bit... Um... And I don't know, I
0: don't think anyone dies, but again, okay. I never finish this movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: This is one that I'll put on our list for, like, what we watch around Thanksgiving. Like holiday season yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so next up we have Gnomeo and Juliet, which I had never seen. Um, And it's basically Romeo and Juliet, but it's about two garden gnomes from rival (laughs) gardens falling in love. And the leads are James McAvoy and Emily Blunt. A G rating on Disney Plus for 85 minutes.
1: Okay. Um, This looks cute. Um, Do you have any garden gnomes? We don't have any garden gnomes. No, no. no. Um, you know, I think my children are familiar with the garden gnome concept, though. Um, I'm, a, you know, Ju- Romeo and Juliet is, uh, you know, was uh, definitely very familiar with that play. Um I think that I'm like I right now I'm feeling less interested like I don't think that this is giving me yeah. enough to like overthrow the top three like
0: I'd ha- be happy to watch it I just have no connection so like some of these other movies mm-hmm. that we've already talked about it's me yeah as well so like if this one is not like exciting you then we can always just move on and mm-hmm. I if anyone ever wants to do like a Naomi movies on Naomi and Juliet I'm sure Naomi would be down so um <laughs> But yeah, so we'll move on to one that I do have a strong nostalgia for. It is Happy Feet from 2006, oh. which is about a penguin. And the penguin community, how you find love is you need to sing like a heart song. And every penguin is very good at singing. But Mumble is not good at singing. However, he uses his dancing feet. Uh, he's, a, he's a great tap dancer and like becomes like kind of a famous penguin um in the community so uh i don't remember the specific like how we get from a to b to c mm-hmm. but uh like i could tell you specific plot details i think visually it's a lot of fun uh and it has elijah wood robin williams and britney murphy wow rest as,
1: in peace rest in peace yeah,
0: um two of them.
1: yeah um so i i remember i i so we watched this movie with my with arthur when he was like Two or three years old, and he definitely does not remember it yeah. at all. It's adorable. I think that my, I think that Robin would love this. Like he loves dancing. Like the penguins are so cute. Yeah, this would just be so cute to watch.
0: Yeah, it, it is on like of the movies we've talked about. It's on the longer side. It is it's long, almost two yeah. hours. But you never know how much of that is credits. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Um, um, and it's on Hulu for those mm-hmm. interested and. Yeah, it's a cute movie. I remember watching it in theaters. Um, we watched it definitely multiple times in our house. Uh, I, it was also a movie that they would put on like during rainy days or mm-hmm. um, in after school. Spe- specifically, I remember watching it. Um, and uh, then my mom got me early. Like the one time my parents were always working late. But then the one time my mom came and got me at like 4.30. I was like, no, but Happy Feet's on. We have oh. to of <laughs> But, yeah,
1: I think yeah. that this shoots up to number one for me, just because I think that this would be so cute to watch with like my younger yeah. son. I and there is a sequel. Love it. And there's a love sequel. It. And I have not seen the sequel. So then we would, could yeah. have that. Um, yeah, I like I really like this. I want this to be at the top of the list.
0: Yes. So I am perfectly fine with that. Um, this next movie I have never seen. Uh, it's a 2021 movie. Ron's Gone Wrong. So, I can't text to like mm-hmm. what it's about, uh, besides the synopsis. I saw the trailer for it, so it's bit, it feels like it's a very much an AI takes over, um, sort of movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Barney gets a new toy named Ron, and Ron starts to malfunction with a voice cast of Jack Dylan Grazer and Zach Galifianakis as Ron. Uh, one hour 47, Disney Plus and HBO Max and SPG. um so i i remember wanting to watch this one i never got around to it uh it feels similar to the mitchells versus the machines which i actually another movie i could have put on this list but i ended up not um but yeah what, what are your thoughts on ron's gone wrong
1: i mean i definitely think that my kids would watch this and enjoy this like i i love zach galifianakis i think he's super funny um like one hour and forty-seven minutes is 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 on the longer side, but we just like put Happy Feet on the top of the list, and I know that's one of the longer run times. Um, like, like I'm not like I'm like i think it's it's newer so i feel like we'll we'll get to it or it'll stand the test of time um like whereas these other ones that are i might be more familiar with like are a little bit more interesting to me right now um but this looks like this definitely looks like something that my kids would enjoy i do love i do love an ai that's part of my brand
0: (laughs) it is your brand yeah um no, and I also like the joy of this podcast idea is that, like, then you can go and, like, these aren't just, like, mm-hmm. we'll never be able to watch the other ones just because we pick one. Like, right have this, like, all these options now. And I can I give this, you the PowerPoint at the end also.
1: I have this great curated list for me yes. of movies to watch with my kids.
0: Yeah. um But, yeah, so we, like, this is one that I don't have any familiarity with, so I can't, like, give you more information, but... Um, it looks cute. It looks fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and AI. Um, however, if you, I also think, add the Mitchells the Machines to that list. I don't remember the rating on that, but that's another one that's like a fun okay. family uh, story about like AI taking over the world. And Olivia Coleman has this, like she has a small but really funny role. And uh, as like basically the AI that takes over, like Siri, um, uh-huh. so, like if she was evil, and it's a lot of fun. Nice. Um But yeah, so our next movie is Space Chimps. Now this one, most of my recollection comes from seeing the trailer on Nickelodeon all the time. I don't know if I've ever actually seen it in full, but it's about Ham the Third, Luna, and Titan who go on a dangerous mission through a black hole. And Ham is the grandson of the first chimpanzee to go to space. Um, So it's one hour, 21 minutes, G rating on HBO Max with Andy Samberg, Cheryl Hines, and Patrick Warburton. And I remember specifically one line in the trailer where it's like uh, Patrick Warburton's character, Titan. He's like running on the treadmill and he's like has his little exercise jingle that I am Titan, I am, like the, the the summer song. Like the, I think of cereal, like the Tony the Tiger cereal. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. Um, this one, I feel like the animation might be a little janky, but I don't mm. think kids will really notice that as much. Maybe they will, but, uh, It's it, I feel like it's kind of like more of a comedy than they like try to go for the jokes from what I remember.
1: Yeah, my kids definitely like comedy. I mean, like they definitely like jokes, and um, and the fun thing about telling jokes to kids is that they think everything is funny. (laughs) Um, so I think that I think that they would enjoy this. I like that it's a little bit shorter, it's rated G, so it's like I don't have any concerns about that. Um, I'm just. I don't think I'm as excited about this as I am. Like my top yeah. three right now are, um, Happy Feet, Spy Kids, and Osmosis Jones. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's Space Chimps. So yeah. I don't think is going to break into that top three.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you got Happy Feet, it's kind of hard. I it's know. Like,
1: yeah. It's so cute.
0: <laughs> um, and then we get The Wild, which I I love this movie. I've seen it many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this movie success is uh overshadowed by madagascar which has a similar premise um this one is more about the family dynamic as opposed to the friendship dynamic but it's very similar story like um a creature from the new york zoo uh the central park zoo gets shipped off to africa accidentally and then the rest of the friends go to africa to um rescue them so this one is about uh ryan who is a lion cub and uh he gets shipped to africa somehow and Samson, who is his dad, and his uh, fun, quirky friend group uh, end up going to Africa. And I remember really enjoying this movie as a kid. Um, I think Madagascar will always, like, be more pop culture zeitgeisty, And Mm -hmm. I think probably a preferred movie for me. But I really always enjoyed this movie. I remember watching it with my dad on, like, Disney Channel Friday night. I think it was airing at some point. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's Kiefer Sutherland and Jim Belushi uh, with a G rating. For uh ninety five minutes on Disney Plus.
1: Okay. My kids would definitely like this movie. I mean, I feel like yeah. this is like such a tried and true formula of like animal friends on a journey together or trying to get back home. Um, the animation yeah. looks very cute. I think that they would definitely both like this. Um
0: I'm the, trying from to- my memory, there was a scene that might have been i don't think i found it scary but it might have been a little intense of like a lion in the circus and it was kind of like an origin story moment for the dad mm-hmm. uh, that could maybe like raise the anxiety level mm-hmm. uh but uh that's just the only time that i can think of in that movie that it's like might be a little tense
1: yeah i think anything in the range of like a g rating we could we could we could hang with so i'm not like terribly concerned about that um but uh that so I, I i i think that this is interesting i'm just trying to think about like where this would go with what we currently have like i feel like they've seen different movies that are kind of like this i just know that they would like this it's like a slam dunk that they would like this um would it be, like, as fun to talk about on the podcast as some of the other movies?
0: Yeah. It's, like, uh, a
1: close for – I think I would defer to you, like, whether you think that this should break into the top three.
0: I I don't know. Uh, I think – I remember it being funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the rest of the voice cast is, like, Eddie Izzer, Janine oh, Garofalo, Richard yeah. Kind, so mm-hmm. uh Greg Sipes. Mm-hmm. Oh wait no he's not he's not a known commodity. Never mind. Uh, but like I remember there was like I feel like I remember laughing a lot. Okay. But I don't remember enough to like say if they would enjoy it more than
1: happy maybe maybe we should bump this like osmosis jones but falls out of the top three and now we have the wild happy feet and spy kids
0: okay sounds good yeah Mm -hmm. um and then our last like straight up animation movie is uh vivo uh from 2021 it's also a recent one so i watched this in the hotel room uh when i moved out to la like i had it downloaded on my ipad for like playing purposes but then the wi-fi in the hotel was not great so i remember watching this uh like the day before i moved into my apartment um mm-hmm. and i absolutely love this movie like this one is one of my top favorite movies of last year um it's about a singing uh kinkajou uh who embarks on this journey from havana to miami uh and deliver a love song for an old friend. However, I will say there was a death in the first 20 minutes. Mm. So that might bring the mood down, but it's such a vibrant, fun movie. And I'm biased because it's like a Latino movie mm-hmm. that I really fell in love with. Um, it has like catchy songs. It's Linman, well, Miranda. Yeah. So uh, Yanarli Asimo, I don't know if I said that right, but she's the young girl and she is a standout for me. And Zoe Saldana is her mom. And it's on Netflix for uh, 95 minutes and it's PG. So it, it is definitely like, if we don't talk about this movie, I still would recommend it to your kids at some point. I Again, there's a death in the first 20 mm-hmm. minutes um, that might be emotional. I cried not necessarily. I don't think I cried because I was sad. I think I was just cried because it was beautiful.
1: Yeah. Oh. Um,
0: and it's like there's adventures Uh, like they, they end up in the jungle with some like talking animals Nicole Byer and Brian Tyree Henry play like these like adorable like funny uh, uh, flamingos in Mm -hmm. the second act like so there's like some fun characters but this might also be a movie that you might want to wait maybe a little bit if they're sensitive to death Yeah. yeah
1: this looks really great I feel like this looks like a really good movie that they would enjoy um and I definitely think it's one that we're going to get to. Um, I think I've, I think I think that like I think that something like with like a little bit it might be more fun on the podcast to talk about something with like a little bit more
0: humor nostalgia.
1: and nostalgia and like calling yeah. back to other. So like let's I'm going to definitely keep this on our list yeah. and like when um, you
0: watch it you do have to let me know. what I, think will. I okay. will. I definitely um, will.
1: I definitely will. I I didn't even know. I feel like we're browsing Netflix all the time. The algorithm might just must not be showing this to yeah. us.
0: I, I'm very glad that I stumbled on it. Like, it, it, I thoroughly enjoyed my experience watching it. Um, and now we'll get to, like, some more known IP. So okay. these have some, like, direct-to-TV movies, direct-to-DVD sort of stuff. Um, one of them you might actually be much more familiar than I am with because oh. our first one is uh, the DuckTales movie, oh. Treasures of the Lost Lamp. Now I, when I saw this, I was very little, so I don't remember much of it, but 1990, uh, yeah. Uh, have you seen this movie? So in
1: 1990, I would have been, uh, nine years old. I don't know if I saw this movie, but it's possible that I did. I definitely watched like the DuckTales Disney afternoon, like series, um, every day, uh, so, I don't know that I saw Treasure of the Lost Lamp. Um, That's very exciting.
0: Yeah. Uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie and their uncle Scrooge McDuck have to battle Murloc to own the magic lamp. Now, I don't remember if Murloc is scary at all. Mm-hmm. That is one thing, but it is a G rating. Yeah. And it is an hour and 11 minutes. So, if you're looking for that, that a quick nice one,
1: tight in and out, yeah. yeah.
0: I think a lot of these like direct animation might be like on the shorter side. Yeah. But um, yeah, these, um, this is a fun movie, uh, and I don't know, maybe the '90s kids will get excited. But this also might be a Jessica and Sarah sort of endeavor. Mm-hmm. To- yeah, this,
1: I bet that this is fun. I think that I'm like I'm I'm happy to leave this one aside, like for the other movies that we already have at the top yeah of our list like some of the things that i revisit from my childhood also it's like
2: a you know it's joke. like
1: it's like why is like he's so mean to his nephews or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, but uh yeah. no but i'm sure my kids would like this and, and and uh i mean it's definitely fun to see you know the ducktales movie poster yeah.
0: there i love some of like those there was a tv show they had called the house of mouse that was mm. kind of my thing it was kind of like if mickey mouse had a like comedy club yeah. sort of vibe and then they would show like little sketches on the tv mm-hmm. um and there was a holiday special and then a halloween special that was a little spooky but where the villains take over but um the the hol- the holiday special is one of my go-to favorite like mm-hmm. holiday movies uh and they do like parodies of the nutcracker where uh, mickey mouse is the nutcracker um and then they do a christmas carol uh with uh, scrooge mcduck and uh-huh uh,
1: yeah no i've seen like i feel like that disney christmas carol like has been yeah. like exists in like a few different like it's been packaged in a few different ways yeah. definitely like it's one of like the touchstones of like what a christmas carol is to me is like goofy as the ghost of marley yeah like you know uh, jacob marley um and scrooge mcduck is uh yeah no it's yeah. it's great stuff
0: yeah, so maybe in the holiday season you can add the House of Mouse holiday specials. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's go to uh, Ice Age, which I'm sure they've heard of. Um, mm-hmm. Another uh, movie, an hour eighteen, PG. Uh, it's like about it's a big franchise. Also, if they fall in love with it, uh, prehistoric mammals migrate south, um, but they also find a caveman baby, and they want to return the baby to his his family. Um, and, <laughs> I don't know if you'll notice, in the the key stars instead of actors, I I started putting character (laughs) names.
1: Manny, Sid, Diego, and Scrat.
0: It's like Ray Romano, uh, John Leguizamo, uh, I forget who else. Uh, I know Queen Latifah is in the Mm -hmm. second one. Uh, Kiki Palmer, who is having her year, but I'm just so excited for her. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and this is like a classic. I remember I was probably five when I watched this, five or six for the first time. So Even Your Younger Son, I think, can enjoy this. Um, Talking Animals, which they love. It's uh, not a long movie franchise. So Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of positives, but also, I don't know, there's, like, so many other opportunities to get into Ice Age.
1: Yeah, this is, like, one that, like, totally has fallen, like, within my, like, gap. Like, I feel like it came out, like, way, like, you know, I wasn't watching, I wasn't following like disney movies at this point or kids movies at this point um and it's like earlier than like for it to be hip for my kids like who didn't you know weren't gonna come along until um you know decades plus later so like this uh, the whole ice age franchise like i'm aware of and i've like definitely seen these characters but i haven't seen a second of it and for whatever reason when we're browsing like it's never been one that we've landed on so it's definitely something we have to get to and i'm sure that they would like it um but i don't think that this is gonna crack my yeah. top three
0: right now this is blue sky studios and mm-hmm. massive oversight by me to not include rio on this list oh which is- a blue sky animation but I th- uh, we
1: have seen rio okay
0: but and like it's especially really as like- a movie about brazilian culture right absolutely. and like all these things like colorful characters mm-hmm. songs like i feel like oh that was a massive oversight on my end but if you've already seen it then that's, that's yeah perfect.
1: rio is great we did see yeah. that one
0: yeah um i think the sequel has a character with my name which got me really excited Aww. back in like whenever 2014 um and i think he's always at bruno mars too so i was like super excited mm-hmm. um But the next one is a TV movie. Kim Possible So the drama. Now, my one hesitation here. It is G. Um, I believe this served as a series finale for some time. And then they ended up doing one more season. Mm -hmm. So, it's very lore heavy. That might be hard to understand. But I don't think it's, like, super, super complicated. It's, like, Kim Possible is going to prom. um, Mm -hmm. But she's also saving the world from, like, some spy thing. Um, So... Uh, Christy Carlson Romano is possible. One hour, 11 minutes. It was a Disney Channel movie, uh, and it's on Disney Plus. So, besides the, the heavy lore that might be required, because I haven't seen this movie in a while, uh, that is the one hesitation that I would have. But if they don't care about lore, like,
1: right, and then they, like, my older son might want to go back and get into yeah. it if he does, but like, so I've heard i've heard kim possible i've heard those
0: words put together in that probably heard the theme song also oh um, like, uh, god
1: maybe was it in a the theme song bracket i think it was yeah. uh
0: it was it was also in the zillennial theme song bracket it's a very popular theme song like uh it's like i will send it to you after it's like 90 seconds two minutes of like pure boppery
1: <laughs> pure boppery um Yeah, so, yeah, this is something, like, I have not seen a single second of anything Kim Possible. Like, you could have shown me, like, lots of female characters and said, like, which one of them is Kim Possible, and I would not have known. Um, So, I mean, like, I'm not averse to this, but you would have to sell me on, like, this is what we should watch instead of the other movies that I have in the top So
0: there's also a Kim Possible live-action origin story from a few years ago that I saw. And actually, mm-hmm. I think that was the first podcast I ever did on a previous podcast experiment in college that I I have uploaded to the Brazilian Dragon Thief, oh. but, Uh That one is like a Disney Channel original movie. It's like they're in high school. It's live action. So I feel like it could be fun. There's like cool gadgets. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I, I don't know. Like this one, uh, I feel like it's easy just to explain like Kim Possible and her friend Ron are just like there's nothing super lore heavy from what I remember, but I might be wrong. I haven't seen this movie in many years. Um, um
1: Yeah. I think that like, so yeah, I think that we'll skip this one today. Yeah. Maybe my son, like maybe Arthur would get into like the show or something yeah. and then we would get to it. Cause like, yeah. I think he's a little bit more interested in like the more like high school type of like yeah setting right now. Than there were a couple
0: son. of Disney channel original movies that I thought about adding, but mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, but um, I don't know how well they'll play for a five-year-old, because um, like sometimes, like I feel like they might be a little too dense for. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but between like Spy Kids and Kim Possible, I think they would enjoy Spy Kids more. Mm-hmm. I originally wanted to put the other Kim Possible movie, also uh, Stitch in Time, uh, but that's not streaming anywhere, which I uh. found surprising for a Disney show. That it wasn't yeah. on Disney Plus, but that was another one that I thought about including get your act Um, together disney yeah so now we get spongebob which uh i know might be a controversial show among the parents just uh my mom was not a (laughs) she watched it because i was watching it but she was like oh my god my child is (laughs) finding all these things so funny um so i haven't seen two of these but i have seen the first one on this list the spongebob squarepants movie my mom took me to see it the Friday after Thanksgiving, it came out the same weekend as The Incredibles, I want to say. Mm. So I saw Incredibles with my friend and family friends on the Thursday night, and then my mom took me to the movie theater the next day to see this movie. And I love this movie. Uh, it is an hour and a half, uh, and basically Spongebob and Patrick must say Bikini Bottom from Plankton. Um, so Paramount Plus, and I don't know what how you feel about Spongebob. So my,
1: my kids... Watch SpongeBob sometimes and like it. I don't hate SpongeBob. Like I don't hate like like dumb comedy. Like yeah. I don't hate it. I like it. So um and you know um the key stars are SpongeBob SquarePants yeah. and Patrick Star. I I mean I actually think that SpongeBob yeah. is like funny and like well done. I agree and, and it doesn't really fall totally into my blind spot because like what is the what is, like, the history of Spongebob? I think
0: Spongebob came out, like, 97, 98. Like, the first... I will have to Google this. I will be at it. First probably.
1: episode, May 1st, 1999. And, like, and also, like, Spongebob, I think, was, like... a, it, it was, like, children, but it was, like, also kind of in, like, the genre of, like, just bizarre animation that was, like, also, I think... Popular with like adult, like it's like not adult swim, but like adult, like I don't know, like it just like it for whatever reason, it's like I did like it yeah. did permeate my awareness. I think
0: the memes are a big thing these days, mm. and like obviously meme culture is big, but yeah. in hindsight, just because I've seen so many memes, like oh, Spongebob had some more things that went over my head as a kid than I realized, like, um. um.
1: Yeah. So I've seen I've seen some Spongebob. My kids have seen Spongebob. They like it. I bet that they would like I don't think that they know that there is a Spongebob movie, that there are Spongebob movies. So, um, yeah, I kind of think like I'm thinking as we're talking about it that I sort of want to maybe come up with three and then like give them a choice yeah and see what okay. they pick so um so right the n- listeners
0: will have to tune into our second part yeah to find out so, what they picked
1: so but so I think I want the choices to be like kind of different yeah. so that I so I think that right now I want to keep spy kids as a live action happy feet as like like a sweet animated film and then like maybe Spongebob will bump out um, the wild the wild like even though i know that they'll like it but this i think will give them like variety yeah. to choose from
0: yeah and this one has like colorful animation mm-hmm. uh there's some songs in here like this movie is a good time i was eight seven years old when i saw this oh so there you I go think, yeah perfect age for your older son uh yeah math on the podcast was hard just that minute i was like <laughs> two thousand four 97 uh uh so this is the only spongebob movie i've seen um so there was like a recent
1: one right yeah Yeah, there's two recent ones so there's
0: spongebob the spongebob movie sponge out of water um so this time spongebob and plankton team up to defeat burger beard who i think is played by antonio banderas oh um and this is an hour not disney plus i put disney plus paramount plus (laughs) um Hour 33 minutes uh PG rating. This one I have not seen and the animation looks different, which is kind of my hesitation. It looks
1: like disconcertingly different. I feel yeah. like that's an I I think like if one Spongebob is gonna go on the list, I want it to be like the canonical yeah. SpongeBob animation. Yeah.
0: So I'm I'm not sure how deep into the Spongebob lore you are, but I do know that when Steven Hillenberg died. Uh, he did not want spongebob to be franchised and like Mm. he kind of wanted to like do whatever he worked on and he died after this movie so i'm sure he was involved with this but now they're making a squidward show they're making a spongebob baby show they made a patrick show and i know that was probably against his wishes Mm. but like a lot of these newer shows are in this like 3d animated style which uh, the the video game for the first SpongeBob movie, the computer game that I had was mm-hmm. in that style, but I think this one, the traditional animation, uh, is my comfort zone with SpongeBob. Yeah,
1: Bob. I prefer I prefer yeah. that. So 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 SpongeBob two thousand four is going to stay yes. in the mix, and SpongeBob Out of Water is going to yeah. get out of water.
0: Yes, and then Sponge <laughs> on the Run is another one that's a recent one came mm-hmm. out at when Paramount Plus launched. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like oh naomi do you want to talk about this movie and she was like no i was like okay this was before we had the Naomi movies i was like trying to figure out what to talk about with naomi um and she's like uh it's bold of you to assume that i want to talk about spongebob uh like this new spongebob <laughs> movie that i have no connection to um and this one is uh, spongebob and patrick had to save gary from uh king poseidon Uh, i'm assuming similar feelings like you would yeah i think
1: i i think that if we're doing a spongebob in the mix i think i want it to be the the first spongebob movie
0: i'm very content with that Mm -hmm. and then our last (gasps) uh ip winnie the pooh um one of these movies i mentioned the story earlier about how my mom like said i watched something on loop constantly it was literally i would pop the vhs tape as soon as it ended, I would hit rewind and yeah. wait for it to start again. Which I'm sure your kids have no concept of that. No, no
1: concept yeah. at all. Yeah, um, I
0: thought it it's probably like the last couple years, mm-hmm. right before uh, it was uh, obsolete. But mm-hmm. there's four Winnie the Pooh movies I put here, and I put them in uh, timeline order. I didn't put like the the original Winnie the Pooh or like Christopher Robin, which is also a cute movie. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you're if your kid like Star Wars, he'll be like, Oh, Obi-Wan's in this. <laughs> oh. Uh are they watching the Obi Wan show or is that No, they
1: haven't started. So I think like my my um my older son watched some of the Mandalorian okay. show with my husband. And then I don't know if they're I don't know if they're watching any if he's watched any of the other shows, but he's not watching the new Obi Wan. But Winnie the Pooh, I love Winnie the Pooh. We read Winnie the Pooh, okay. like the original, like together and we've yeah. seen I think we've seen recently a couple of these po- okay. probably. Um, yeah. But the yeah, Pooh. I think, I, I think Winnie the Pooh is so sweet.
0: I love Winnie the Pooh. I remember this is a memory I did not remember I had until like just talking about this, but in kindergarten, I still liked Winnie the Pooh and kids were like, why do you like Winnie the Pooh? That's a baby thing. No. And in hindsight, I was like, no, I should have owned it more. And I, stopped, I kept watching. I didn't care what they said. I just stopped talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but Winnie the Pooh is my Disney Plus profile on my family's Aww. account. I love Winnie the Pooh so much. Uh, he, I was Tigger. I want to say for Halloween one year was I Pooh. I I had a giant Pooh and Tigger. So like, so I no, was-
1: it's I. It, I think it's like so well done. I think it's like funny
0: and yeah. sweet
1: and poignant like the whole like you know Christopher Robin going to school and leaving Okay so you've stuff. seen that yeah, one Yeah 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 <laughs> Okay that's, that's
0: the one that is my all-time favorite like um that's the first one we have here the search for Christopher Robin uh where he's at skull uh mm. but it's school so they've seen this one
1: Yeah so I think that they've seen this maybe we haven't seen this yeah.
0: oh, I don't know This is the we- one where uh that they go to that cave thing and mm-hmm. then who sings the song to the star that is like so sweet and i listen to every year um on my birthday i'm just like oh my god this like taps into like a Aww. sense of nostalgia i love this movie so much like um and the pop version that mm-hmm. like they did in the 90s for all these movies like they had a pop version of the song.
1: oh i didn't know that
0: and that song is so beautiful like the ballad like uh but yeah so uh if they've seen any of these we can like choose something that they haven't seen, but I wanted to include this kind of stuff because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the stuff that like I love. Yeah, like let's I, look
1: at all the ones you have in here and yeah, if there's so, one that I really like so I'm yeah. not pause because like the Christopher Robin going to school, like that's also in books that we've read and that's yes. and so yeah. So I don't know if this is if we've Yeah, seen this
0: one. one he's really not in the movie until like the last mm-hmm. five minutes, but uh Al uh read something wrong. So they go to right the stall um and it's really like it's like an adventure Mm -hmm. that they go on yeah i have
1: i have seen this and maybe my older son saw this but it would have been it would have been quite a while ago like it would
0: i don't know if he would remember it and then we have the tigger movie which i have not seen as many times i think uh this is probably three out of the four of the ones i've seen the most of but i like so many iconic songs the loop-de-dooper bounce um that, so he just, this is kind of one where, like, Tigger goes on his own journey. Because, like, mm-hmm. people are like, Tigger, you're too much. And so he's like, well, let me go find my people, from what mm-hmm. I remember. Um, but he's also like, I like being Tigger, because the most wonderful thing about Tigger's is that I'm I... the only one. <laughs> so, um, this is another, like, I think these are all around, like, one hour, 20 minutes. Yeah, almost. yeah. Um, yeah sure. So... Yeah, this is another one. Have they seen this one? This one I remember has a wintry backdrop at moments.
1: Yeah, I don't know that they've seen, maybe they've seen the Tigger. It's so hard for me.
0: They kind of all blend together. They kind
1: of all blend together and they're like, and even though they're movies, like, to rem- remind me if I'm wrong, Felipe. maybe there's only one or two that's like this, but they're a little bit episodic. Like, they kind of like have, yeah. like discrete chapters in them where it's like a like a couple of, so I don't, so it's hard for me to remember exactly what Yeah.
0: What, I why, think like- if they like Winnie the Pooh, there's some Winnie the Pooh cartoons, like from the TV shows mm-hmm. on Disney Plus that I watched a lot of. My brother then watched the like ones that came out later. So mm-hmm. um, they'll, like if, if they are looking for new Winnie the Pooh content as well. Um, and then Piglet's big movie, I remember seeing in theaters oh. uh, that uh, Piglet feels overlooked and he goes to prove himself, but then he goes missing um and there's a lot of scrapbooking there's some great songs i want to say uh carly simon okay singer-song? uh i'm gonna have to google this carly simon
1: carly simon is a yeah. famous singer song I mean,
0: right? yeah uh you're so uh-huh. vain yeah, oh
1: okay. i love yeah is you're so vain in the
0: no the- no no the whole album yeah. for Piglets, big movie oh. like um, uh the soundtrack for it so it i don't think
1: I don't think they've seen Piglet's big movie. Okay.
0: This is a fun one. I like mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's like about friendship at the end of the day. And uh, like there's some fun animation styles that they play with. Like there's a, uh, because a lot of it is like them drawing in crayon. They have some like fun
2: mm-hmm. crayon
0: style stuff. And then the last one that I've seen maybe once or twice, this was more of like my brother would watch it. And then I was around, I remember watching this on New Year's one year. Mm-hmm. Um uh, when Pooh and his friends hear the dreaded heffalumps they try to search for one to trap to like stop their nightmares and uh, this one I believe is like a big brew adventure mm-hmm. as well so uh, this one is uh I think the shortest one we've talked about uh, one hour eight minutes on Disney Plus and it's uh-huh. G so any of these are options yeah uh,
1: yeah what do you think is so which one would you say like if we're picking one Winnie the Pooh movie
0: um be- I my favorite is the search for Christopher Robin but if you're trying to introduce them something new um it depends like are they more like I think the piglets movie is like maybe more like warm and fuzzy feelings at the end but the Mm -hmm. tigger movie might be more like comedy and high-paced and so um and then I, I would like to like stump for the Heffalop movie, but I don't remember it as well. Mm-hmm. So that's my only, but I, I'm sure, I'm sure you can't go wrong with the Winnie the Pooh movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You can't yeah. go wrong with Winnie the Pooh. Like maybe I'll, I think that they, maybe the Tigger movie would be the one that they would be most excited yeah. about. So I'll definitely put this like tigger movie in the mix as an okay. option for that and there
0: were a couple that like i was excited like i had the brave little toaster on here but oh. uh, it's not streaming the okay. sequels are streaming but the original is not um that one was like when i first thought of this it was like the brave little toaster and this is the last movie on the list so i can end the the mm-hmm. uh sharing screen but let me find some of the other ones that i uh i have a whole notes thing that's dr amanda movies um <laughs> i have shark boy and lava girl Brave Little Toaster, Um, Everyone's Hero, which is a baseball movie um, that I pitched on Robin Akiva one time, Uh, anything else that we didn't hit on, oh, uh, Open Season is another one that uh, I had, which I couldn't find streaming, it's about a bear and a deer, but that one has like some Bambi uh, connection, I don't think anyone dies, but there's like, it ends with a shootout, so. Uh, I don't know if that's like something we want to watch these days, and then I also had the minions and yeah. the Despicable Me franchise. Oh, but... yeah,
1: we've seen the minions and we've seen those. Those are good. I um... won't lie to
0: you, Dr. Amanda. I will be there opening night for the sequel. i the minions movie makes me laugh so much. I was just having a great time watching that movie. <laughs> and it's just it's just like breeds happiness,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Um, it's good. It's funny. I saw a tweet like within the, the last two days, which is like, nothing could have prepared me for how relevant the minions were going to be in 2022. <laughs> they like, they just like have such staying power. Yeah. Um, so I think that this is the list. I just put it, I'm putting it in the chat right now. I think that okay. this is the list. I think it's Spy Kids, SpongeBob, Happy Feet, and the Winnie the Pooh tigger movie
0: that sounds like a great final four and then you can kind of ask them and like i can also send you the slideshow if you want to like kind of show them. yeah yeah Um,
1: inevitably they'll each pick a different one and then fight about which one yeah Yeah. but um yeah i think that this is a good list um this will give them different options they're all very different I think that they'll. And all who knows be fun. if this goes
0: successful? Maybe in the future they right. want to watch another one. We can do yes. another. Movie.
1: Um, do you have any like inclination like seeing this list, Felipe, or is there one that you're the most excited about?
0: Any of these that say me, I think, I think whatever they pick, uh, I will say probably like the people might have the most nostalgia for SpongeBob just because SpongeBob is always there. But I'm mm-hmm. happy to talk about any and all of these. I will go wherever they take me. Okay. um if if you have a pick will you try to like that's different from theirs like yeah you want to watch happy feet but they want to watch spy kids and the Tigger movie will you stump for happy feet will you like i think i either them?
1: i think that what the move is is if i like if we if we finish recording today and i end up thinking like oh i really wanted to be one of these two then i might just not present them with the other you
0: options. can always yeah you can always like <laughs> present the options you're feeling in that day mm-hmm. and if you have to like yeah. Because at the end of the day, you're the one who's coming to talk about it on it's the podcast. It's true. Yeah. They're, not,
1: they're not doing any of the heavy lifting here. They're just yeah. chilling and watching a movie.
0: So you got to pick something that excites you creatively as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I think
1: all of these would be good. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll do some thinking about it, but I think yeah. I'm going to probably present them with all of these options. And you
0: can and always we'll like, you don't have to tell them that it's for the podcast. You can always like have them each pick a movie and then you just mm-hmm. watch both like right. throughout the week right they um, don't have to know which
1: one which one is the special podcast movie
0: yes are they aware of like the podcasts and everything so
1: yeah they do know that i they do know that i have podcast um and um they like they'll see like my microphone up here and they want to like they're like i want to do a podcast right now and i tried to get them to listen to because i just did the floor is lava over on um nothing but netflix and they watch that i was like you want to hear mommy talking about floor is lava and arthur was interested in that and robin like covered his ears was like nah, nah, nah." yeah (laughs) so i don't know if i don't know if five is like the perfect podcast age for yeah <laughs> for starting definitely. your podcast consumption oh they do like there are kids podcasts though that we listen to together that they really like their favorite okay. one their favorite one is is story pirates um okay which is a very cute concept that i actually like i don't know even if you don't have kids you might want to check this out because the premise of story pirates is um kids like write stories and send them in and then they have like these improv comedians and like uh you know singers like turn their stories into songs and sketch comedy and oh, it's like cool. really funny and like sometimes yeah. they don't change things at all so like there's like a whole there's like a whole story that's like cast. do they read it, it
0: up, live or do they like rehearse it
1: no no they they rehearse it and like record it so oh, it's okay. not it's not it's not like a live imp- but uh but it's um it's very well done, and some of it's really funny. And then they also will like interview the author sometimes and call one of the kids and be like, "What was your inspiration for the story?" It's very cute. That's
0: so sweet. Have you? Yeah. Had, I, you said that they're sciencey kids, so I don't know if they've had interest in like writing a story to send. Yeah, it, they're also very
1: they're also very creative, and they come up with stories all the time. And I've tried to get them to send in their stories, and they like get stage fright about yeah. it. But one of these days we will. I think yeah. one of these days we will.
0: I remember, I think it was fifth grade. We our homework was to like write a story that was um like using all of our spelling words or like mm-hmm. 10 of our spelling words mm-hmm. um and i don't think my teacher had in mind that i was gonna write a three-page back in front so like six pages total handwritten essay story mm-hmm. and she was like oh no you did too much you need to like keep it to one page tight next time i was like oh okay oh, <laughs> um yeah it just flows
1: out of you yeah Yeah. very prolific
0: um
1: all right well this is great I'm really excited Felipe so I will yeah so I will talk to my kids and report back and then the next time we talk on air it will be about one of these great movies
0: and I'm excited to talk about it all with them are you going to like record their thoughts like are they going to speak into it and are you just going to like report I'll report
1: back I'll try to get some key takeaways and we'll
0: report back Yes. Uh, Dr. Amanda, uh, until we meet again, where can people keep up with you?
1: Oh, please do follow me on Twitter. And that's where you can see everything that I have going on. Uh, you can get all of my great wordle takes and find out about what podcasts I'm doing. Um, and you can find me at Dr. Amanda R that's D R Amanda R.
0: Yes. And do you have a pop culture plug for any of the listeners? Maybe like a kid's movie of your time or uh Mm. also you can do like a a a plug for the adults because uh (laughs) you this is at the end of the day i don't know how many kids are listening
1: let me think like if i can come up with a beloved um children's show for my in the meantime i can do like some yeah 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 yeah
0: my main twitter is at with the fleep uh where uh i am tweeting a lot of what i'm doing uh the brazilian dragon podcast machine continues to chug along uh Today, we dropped the neo Movies episode that we did with Sarah Carradine about Spirits of the Air, Gremlins of the Clouds from 1989, an Australian movie that Sarah brought to us um, that was very interesting to talk about. Like, we talked a lot about indie movies and, like, uh, financing and production design and, like, a lot more, like, film, like, set stuff that uh, the three of us have experience talking about. So we just brought it to, like, that kind of conversation uh and then also uh just the regular stuff uh phineas and ferb on wednesdays on the what you Doin' feed uh dragon uh babies is popping with the pretty little liars rewatch on sundays with j and aj and then the gravity bros gravity falls rewatch on tuesdays with alec and lucas and uh we want to be famous is also something that we're doing so uh plus a camp rock 2 podcast with nicole horn coming soon and i will be on post show recaps Talking about the Buzz Lightyear movie, uh, I think. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, are your kids Toy Story heads, Dr. Amanda? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We've seen, yeah. we've gone through um, all the Toy Stories. Um, do they have a favorite? God, I don't know. Like, I I, I I, think that they like one and four. It's hard to know. Like, they just yeah. kind of go through them really cool. What do you think is the best one?
0: My favorite is two because mm-hmm. that's probably the one that's, I watched the most growing up, and yeah. that's like kind of adventurous. And like, mm-hmm. I I love the like the scene in the mall. I love the scenes where they like Buzz and his crew is like on the hike. I just I mean I think there's just so many iconic moments of that one. It has like one of the most soothing moments in movie history where Woody's getting his arm stitched back on. I find that so like comforting to watch. Um, but I I love them all. I, I've only seen four once.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I almost
0: put the Buzz Lightyear Star Command movie on here, which is like a 2D animation spin-off series, but I couldn't find it streaming anywhere. But that was on my list as well. Um, and maybe I have like Buzz Lightyear on the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you think of a pop culture plug or are you still working I on it? I did
1: one? think of one. So I was going to just say, like, I was thinking of like some movies that like that might have like that could have come up on the list that um, – that didn't like that that were kind of beloved to me um the iron giant is that one that oh, you've covered on this i have one? never covered, covered but
0: uh that movie made me cry
1: that that is a real tear i feel like yeah. this is it, it's a great movie it's like from 1999 I can, I
0: guess, where has talked about it uh, a couple times whether it's in the discord or on podcasts mm-hmm. i know he's like mentioned it and uh yeah that one beautiful film movie.
1: really really moving and then we like i think i brought up um the uh Miyazaki yes. films that like we really like watching with the kids and like spirited away and my neighbor totoro and princess mononoke that girl yes. like really uh, I, my really friends and i watched films.
0: princess mononoke earlier this year we were just mm-hmm. vibing there like those are so well done. Have they seen Kiki's Delivery Service? That was one that I yes, yes, yeah, so yeah. That's a that's a fun one yeah. too.
1: Um, yeah, lots yeah. of lots of good stuff. And then do right. you have
0: like a plug for the the adults? Like I'm sure. Well, you yeah, watch I mean, Severance. like you, yeah. So
1: everybody absolutely needs to watch Severance on Apple TV Plus. That's like been, you know, my number one recommendation. And like actually, I was talking to Josh Wigler about this. It's like. He has friends that he recommends TV to, and he's like, "Well, have you watched Severance yet?" And they're like, "No." He's like, "Well, then I'm not going to give you any more TV recommendations until you watch Severance." Um, But that was, you know, great show to podcast about, so I recommend that. I just finished what podcasting Shining Girls. um, It was that that looked a little
0: too intense for me.
1: It's very Uh, intense. Like I think it's interesting, um, but I would, I, I, you know, I, I sort of, it's, it's, it is like very dark, heavy themes. my favorite thing on the Apple TV Plus beat, aside from um Severance, I think has been the after party. So if you haven't okay. gotten around to checking out the after party yet, really fun comedy, like super uh, all-star. I was surprised cast.
0: Also, I think. Like the like I I I, I think I at a certain point I stopped caring about the mystery. I was just kind of mm-hmm. there for the vibes. Yeah. But even when they like revealed the mystery at the end, I was like, wait, what? I
1: didn't see it coming either. Yeah. They got me. They got me. So the after party yeah. is is really, really fun. Um, and, and I love how
0: this- each episode is kind of like a parody of a different movie genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Great, great genre stuff. So so those are my those are my pop culture yeah. plugs.
0: Um, have your kids ever seen Cloudy with a chance of meatballs?
1: yes well my um okay. at least my older yeah. son has and
0: what about into the spider-verse
1: oh yeah 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 okay. yeah My Those I, are the
0: same creative people behind the after party so
1: oh okay yeah. that's very cool that's very cool
0: yeah um yeah so in terms of me the pop culture plug i mean toy story feels timely mm-hmm. uh so just watch toy story or any of these movies that i put on this list and then if you're looking for a podcast that you just want to chuckle at uh Any of the Nicole Byer content, definitely not appropriate for children, but I love Nicole Byer. (laughs) She's hilarious. And uh, between Why Won't You Date Me, newcomers, best friends, like I love Nicole Byer content. And she always puts a smile on my face. So uh, definitely check it out. Um, do, Do your kids watch Nailed It?
1: Oh, you know what? I don't think we've got, like, I've tried to, I think that they would like it because they do yeah. like, I think we, they, we've they been looking for cooking like content and we've definitely scrolled by it, but you're right. We should check that out.
0: Yeah. Cause I think, I know Nicole Byer is known for her raunchiness, but I know she has to be like. I'm sure she has, yeah. yeah. It shows
1: <laughs> up in the kids profile. So it yeah. must be, it must be yeah. okay. I
0: think there's a new season coming out. Cause I see her face uh, around Los Angeles now. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Oh, that means something's coming. Yeah. Uh, with the billboards, but Dr. Amanda, do we have a hashtag for this episode? I thought about um, uh, pure boppery
1: pure boppery i don't yeah. think i can i don't think i can do any better than that felipe okay, pure yeah. boppery if you made it to the end of the podcast let us know
0: yes please do um dr amanda this was so fun i keep calling you dr amanda like i mean to me that's your professional title <laughs> that is your personal title as well but, like it's my podcast call you dr but- amanda from this world and like some as people first name
1: some people do. I don't like. I, I. I. We're at the end, and I don't want to take up too much time. Like, I do have mixed yeah. feelings about it because I'm not one of those people who's like, call me doctor or whatever. But it yeah. is like, it did mean a lot to me when like Akiva was like the the person who like it sort of came from. One yeah. time Rob referred to me as Amanda and and Akiva said, well, that's Dr. Amanda to you. And at that time like I, you know, it did mean a lot like for somebody to like recognize that, but now I feel kind of like a jerk, like walking yeah. around Dr. Well, Amanda like- when I, I know that there's other people who have doctorates like in our world that don't constantly get called by that, but it's become like kind of like my stage yeah. name too, like so my podcasting. Name.
0: My mom, uh, well, both my parents have doctorates as well. Um, so in PhDs, uh, so my mom has always been very adamant, especially with, like with women who are doctors, yeah. to like work on like having people call them that. So I don't know if it's like both like the Akiva stuff and the subconscious stuff, but my well, mom, yeah, yeah, that and has that, always been very much like use your title, you earn that, and women don't always get the same respect getting called. Doctor no, and that's
1: why, and that's why it meant a lot to me when Akiva first like did that because i'm you know i'm a phd and i also work in a medical setting and i'm also a woman so like i i would be in a lot of situations where people would say oh dr white and amanda are here and it's just like so i so it meant a lot to get recognized like that but i also don't want to be like you know really pretentious about it
0: well you can keep up with us because we'll we'll be (laughs) back in either a week or two to talk about these movies um and i am very excited to hear what you think and what your kids pick and i'm excited i'm very excited we're doing this
1: yeah it's gonna yes. be fun
0: well until next time everyone hashtag cure bye everyone
2: bye come out moon come out wishing. and star. come out To break, come and find me. I need you to come here and find me. Cause without you, I'm totally lost. I've hung a wish on every star, it hasn't done much.